On a Tuesday, December 8th, time for an update from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council on Pioneer Radio. Joining me today is the Executive Director of the Arts Council, Mara Hanel. Good afternoon, Mara. Good afternoon. It's been 10 years again since we've been uh, on the air doing our thing with the Arts Council. No, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> as we promote the arts and culture of the area. And uh, basically today it's a kind of a catch-up conversation with Mara as to what's going on with her in the office there in Warren, where she's based, and what the Arts Council is doing in the midst of our pandemic. So what's new? What's going on? Well, this week we're, um, we're focused a little bit more on, our, on two things that I think you've um, announced recently on your program, but I'll just kind of highlight for those that are listening today or listening long-term on our podcast. Okay. Um, we have our, our Arts and Digital Spaces program that has workshops starting uh, tomorrow, actually, this next phase, phase three. So many different artists and uh, that run arts businesses, as well as some of the nonprofit arts groups are signing up and attending those. And there's still room for some more participation. So that's my shout out, is to let people know that, um, that we really do have a few more spots that are available. And if they go on to phase four, they get money from us to pay for some one-on-one consulting related to their web presence. So their social media, their website, maybe doing some trainings and workshops online for for people and generate a little income for their Mm -hmm. businesses. Okay. Um, The other thing that, that I have going on is we're looking for a designer. So our our booklet that we create every three years, um, we're in our fifth edition where we announce artists in the area that are looking um, to be hired or sell their work or um, be your, the music entertainment as, at your show. They are in the booklet and we've been collecting their entries and now we're at the point of looking and hiring a designer to do the graphic layout of that booklet. So um, if anyone is listening that wants to put in an RFP for the design, I have the information on our website, um, or they can email me directly at director at nwartscouncil.org and get more information on that project. It does pay um, $1,200, and it's about 46 hours of time. So looking to hire that person, the deadline to submit their information is next week. They need to submit it to me by Tuesday. So um, we have like a last week right now where we're calling out to see who else wants to submit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are a couple things we're doing. Yeah. yeah, and their website is northwestminnesotaartscouncil.org. Check it out. We were talking off air about uh, the Christmas season, which we're in Advent and Christmas coming up very soon. And I want to tie in uh, conversations I've had recently with artists in the region. And one of them that comes to mind right away is uh, a woman up in Roseau. She has a shop in downtown Roseau. How can we support local artists in this uh, time of the year? You know, that same concept, um, Ron, of buying local, like supporting your local businesses, does mm-hmm. pertain to artists yes. also. So um, as well as, you know, the end of the year is about people giving to charities. And a lot of our nonprofit arts groups are that charitable contribution right now that, that individuals and businesses could think about if the pandemic hasn't hit them as hard as others. Right. Because many of our arts groups weren't able to do 
any programming, but they still had costs associated with maybe maintaining a building or um, different aspects of just keeping rental going where their things are stored. Um, we're supporting them definitely, but more support would be really helpful and, and probably just increase their validity of being an arts group in our area and that people want them to continue on into the next you know, decade. Um, and then the artists themselves are in many retail locations, like you said, with um, interviewing uh, Rebecca, Becky up there. They have a really nice show that focuses on Swedish and Scandinavian items. And then they have many artists that are within their store setting. Um, Tonabelle's in Thief River Falls has that also, where they have some, some regular merchandise that they, they purchase from wholesale. And then half the store is devoted to local artists that are trying to sell their pottery, their um, two-dimensional art, like paintings and drawings, um, and jewelry, you know, different pieces like that. So I'd really encourage your listeners to to choose to look there first. See if your gift item can be um, purchased that actually helps an artist have more sales this year. Um, like you can imagine, Ron, I'm really concerned that some of those businesses or artists will just stop creating work or close mm -hmm. um, their Main Street business during this time. It's a really tough time. So yep. so if people could um, think of that first, the, the big box stores and um, the Targets, Walmarts, Amazons, they're all flourishing during the pandemic. So um, if you're able to make a phone call or see some, some way of t talking to those business owners, I'm sure they would try and get the merchandise right to the, the purchaser, you know. Excellent point. Yep. That, that's a great point. Uh, support your neighbors and your friends in the region and uh, those folks who are very creative in what they do in art. It's, it's amazing what they can produce. And also, too, I talked with uh, Abby Pearson from Foston last week and they're going to have a virtual performance online uh, for the Christmas season. That would be December 17th and 18th. So there are various ways to support the arts and culture in the area by buying merchandise, like Mara mentioned, and also if there's a performance of some kind online, a virtual performance, check that out too. Now, in supporting these artists and what you do, Mara, in your role, how can we uh, voice our opinion, lend our support when it comes to funding for these important things? You know, we have uh, on our website, we, we have a donations area, like a give, give area. So mm -hmm. that's the way that our Arts Council receives donations. And we do have people that are supporting us right now because we're, we're trying to fill little niches here and there mm -hmm. of what artists need. So for instance, we have our disaster relief fund that gives $500 to missed gigs for artisans in the area just to keep them afloat during this time. Right. And we are having a couple that are coming back for a second grant now, like it has extended a long time. So they needed support at the beginning and now they're feeling it again. So that fund has diminished down to really nothing, but yeah. but the donations that come in are able to fund another person, you know, um, mm -hmm. someone again for for those mixed missed arts festivals, um, you know, performance gigs that they would have had during 
months and months and months of of this shutdown now. So it's yep. it's been it's been tricky. We've had barely any arts happening like people see, um, which I, we do understand, and yet those that earn their living from it um, are are feeling the pinch heavily. So. Mm-hmm. And again, too. If you live in the area, the Southern County area of the Arts Council, which it serves in northwest Minnesota, make sure you consider contacting your state legislator. It might be the rep or the state senator and encourage them to continue supporting the fine arts here in northwest Minnesota. Very good idea. Anything else, Mara, to uh, talk about? Um, I know Trey is holding a, a workshop to a paint or draw workshop for people to create a piece um related to just the the advocacy effort of black lives matter Mm -hmm. so look to our website for that and that's coming up shortly and i believe our gallery will be open it's such a tricky time ron related to what's going on right now it's closed based on the governor's order that you can't have museums and galleries open but um, come January, February, we're hoping that, that the gallery will be back open and we'll have a, a, a showcase in there to present to the public. Um, just trying to persevere like a lot of people yeah, and provide yeah. an opportunity for yeah. those that are out and about, you know. But not, not right now, not encouraging people to um, do some of those extra activities unless they feel very comfortable, mm-hmm. of course. So. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that gallery is at the... Uh, Northland Campus in Thief River, and uh, when the ti- yeah, yeah when the time comes, be sure you to uh, make a point to stop by and take a look at what's on display there. Well, we have no snow, Mara, which is amazing. You can't go cross country skiing yet. <laughs> no, but I can do lots of nice walks. Yes, what I, a I nice so, surprise! I so appreciate this. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. I'll, I'll get I'll get plenty of time for this sure. scene, I'm sure eventually here. Yeah. Well <laughs> Your I listening audience probably does not want me to want snow yet. Yes, <laughs> and it makes for a shorter winter, hopefully, too. Well, very good, Mara. Thank you so much for joining us today and uh, thank you for your work with the uh, burdens you face in your role as the uh, executive director of the Arts Council. And uh, stay healthy and we hope to talk soon about some very good news down the road about opening up things and being able to get back to a more, quote, normal, unquote, situation. Take care. Take care, too. Okay. All right. That's Mara Hanel from Warren. Our update from the Arts Council, again, year 10 on Pioneer Radio, every Tuesday just after 3 o'clock on Pioneer 90.1.